Howdy. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Vikings, Outlaws, and Cowboys. On today's episode, we'll be recapping men's mental health uh, during the holidays. We're going to talk about how we get through rough times and what we each do to overcome those demons outside of what we've already talked touch point on in uh, episode two. We chat a little bit about our hobbies and uh, some, some of our furry friends, our, our dogs, this year. Uh, <clears throat> we'll be also be introducing a new segment that will be going on and expanding on over the next couple months, uh, just our own sagas and how we can build them. As always, we'd like to do a huge shout-out to our sponsors, Bearded Viking Mead Company, and all of those who have supported us along the way. Uh, thanks for encouraging us to continue to produce great alcoholic products that you can't buy yet, but we'd love you to. Additionally, thanks to huge thanks to Rogue Industries for providing the apparel for us. Uh, they do a great job based out of Lake Point, Utah. And this hat, this hoodie that I'm wearing right now is all great work that they've, they've done for us. Finally, a great, big, huge shout out to Boss Graphic Design. If you need a logo or any digital art creation conducted or, or performed for you, reach out to Rudy and he'll set you up. He's, they're all located on all of the social medias. That's again, Boss Graphic Design and Rogue Industries. Thanks, and let's jump to it. Howdy, and welcome to this week's episode of Vikings, Outlaws, and Cowboys. I'm your host, Vico, the bearded one, but you can call me JT for short. I'm joined by my co-host, Alex. The Jarl, uh, glad to be here once again. And, uh, of course, our uh, color commentary in the background, Bjorn. Oh, yeah. And I think uh, we have uh, Jackson around here somewhere, too. Perfect. Perfect episode for that. So as we talked about in the intro, today we're going to be talking about a couple different things, um, but let's just get with it. So we'd like to recap today men's mental health during the holidays. So holidays are dark, man. Yeah, holidays are super dark. I think we've gone through uh, some of the dark stuff. You know, yeah. I think, you know, now that we've gone through your stories of survival and, uh, and stayed on the mental health train, you know, recap a little bit, and then we'll get into, you know, what we're going to do in the future, right? Yeah, so. yeah, sounds perfect. So uh, I'll, just, I'll just do the recap since it was my story, and I'll cry if I want to. Um, <laughs> so uh, we started the, the men's mental health piece because we're men, and we don't know how to speak to women's mental health or anybody else's mental health. So that's why we kind of focused on that. And during the holidays, it gets really hard. It sucks. Being a man, have to go to work full time, come home, you, you know, kids always think Santa Claus for shit and it's really you, you know, um, it's kind of a weird, a weird dynamic and you get to hang out with your kids on Christmas day. Some people get a nap, some people don't, uh, <laughs> and, that, and that makes it a little bit harder, but more importantly is the expectation that's put upon you, right? We take all these things and we think that Christmas and all the holidays are about gifts and whatnot, but the reality is, is just showing up for those that you are around is the most important gift you can have. The ones that you love. Um, so it's really hard. Uh, and then you also focus on, you know, a lot of us are missing friends, um, from, you know, 20 years of war or they had their own demons, you know, where they had to, the battle, you know? So in the, the, the long and short of it, men's mental health is something that we strive to figure out. So, you know, we've all heard my story, but you know, Al, how do you get, how do you battle your demons? So for me, I think it has a lot to do with the old cars. 
Um, I've had old cars forever. Um, since actually before I even got in the Marine Corps. So I bought my first car on 666, oddly enough. Hmm. And it ha- hasn't killed me yet. It's still in the garage outside. Uh, it has a paperweight of a motor in it right now. Just got a brand new motor, which wasn't cheap because of some uh, shoddy mechanic work that happened because I got lazy. But she's almost back in she's almost back in uh, tip top shape now. Just a couple things left to do to button her up. But for the most part, I've had two the whole time. Uh, once I got back from the Marine Corps and was able to buy a house and stuff, I got a second one. And do you I've have always... two just because the, it's just like that? This one's going to break down, so I'll have something else to drive. It's like redundancy a little bit. Yeah. It didn't start out over. that way. Yeah, it didn't start out that way, but yeah, the redundancy is nice okay. because one's always broken, it seems like. That makes sense. Well, I mean, in my time of knowing you, there's at least been the orange one broken consistently. Yeah, shoddy, shoddy mechanic work. And it's like yeah. once one thing's done, it's like you got to try and figure out what the hell happened to the rest of it. That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I like to get in them. I like to get in them and go for a ride, you know, just kind of go solo and... There's lots of canyons around here. There's lots of open roads out where I am and getting lost, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's interesting that you say go solo because I actually got into falconry to do that, right? So um, there's nothing as exciting as clearing your head, going for a drive, and then hunting with a bird, hunting with another animal on another animal. It literally clears my mind. Probably even more so than karaoke. Karaoke was more of a realization for me, right? It was like, oh, man, I can't control anything. And then you have an animal who thinks for itself, and you go for a drive, and you get out there, and you're alone. Like, I mean, I brought you along on a couple hunts, but Mm -hmm. you're alone most of the time. And I think that that solace, you talk about driving by, you know, going out there, cruising canyon roads. You probably take a like a six-pack of beer with you and pull over on the side dude, of the road and have a beer or two. And dude, sometimes know. I don't even do like sometimes I don't even I don't even think about that. It's more like get the car, get in the car, make just sure go. you have enough fuel and just go. Oh yeah. And, okay. And there's always that prospect of this shit box is gonna break down. It doesn't matter how nice they are or what you've done. I mean. The last car we basically did from the ground up, it was a a 72 Nova and it never, it it never had an issue running and starting, but there was always something that's like a tick or this or that and the other. I'm like, all right, come on, shit box. And it was a nice car. It was a great car. Yeah. I Uh, love that car. I'm most surprised you sold it. I thought that was better than the, I've always thought that car was better than your vet. I, I think they're cool for different reasons, right? Like, one you're school dri- because it holds your 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 whatever down for long periods of time because it's just a paperweight and the other one is cool because it's fucking hot bro you're a hater uh. um <laughs> so the thing with the vet is and i think once 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 it's it's up and running again and you can see it you'll understand it i mean you get in that thing and take the t-tops off and it's redneck gold it's like your oh, mullet yeah. instantly grows out and dude i can't wait to let the to unleash these dreads and let dude, them roll in the wind everywhere is a trailer park fucking it, awesome. when you're driving the vet and like little kids little kids get so excited to see because it's a bright orange car right they don't know what it is it looks like a spaceship yeah. to them you know little kids pointing it's it's great 
And and now, like with the green one, I have the big green beast now. And what have you named thing. it, by the way? What's the what's the I, green one name? I don't know. I keep going back and forth. I can't figure it out yet. It's got to come to me. I haven't had yeah. enough time with her, you know. Oh yeah, you know when I when I when I first saw it, I was like, "That's a pickle Rick mobile, bro." Like that is literally, <laughs> that is pickle Rick. But like you know, it's it's your car, obviously. I and I don't want you to take a negative t- turn when I I call it that because I think pickle Rick's pretty badass. He's fucked in the head just like the rest of us. But <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I just haven't had enough time with it, man. I spent yeah. a lot of money on it already, just trying to get it right. <laughs> just I mean, I think it was like five grand in like three months my wife was exhilarated oh dude that's the best thing you know um that's kind of how falconry was for me right so yeah, i had <laughs> i had two birds at one time one flew off said fuck you i'm out the other one passed away unfortunately poor old ragnar uh um, good old raggy and then now i've got this guy uh bjorn and he and i have been we've been trying to get out to go hunting and stuff but like with everything that's going on right now like my life is just straight fucking chaos right i haven't had a chance to get out and do much with him hunting wise this year uh, i plan on that starting that in the first the first or second week of january because the girls will be gone and i'll just have some alone time i'll be out of my master's program and it'll be great but the same thing like i bought my my falcons um you know to go go hunt with and then i dropped 20 grand on a truck <clears throat> another truck mm-hmm. <laughs> to go do it you know so i understand and 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 you never ever expect a hobby to be something like that and that everybody out there's like oh god these guys are rich no 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 mm-hmm. no no we just pay our bills that's all we do yes yeah. <laughs> we're good <laughs> like at paying we, bills that's pretty much it that's all we do so uh, and it's hard because like you know a lot of people can't get out there and do those stuff that stuff but here's the cool thing right like if you are a person out there and you want to be involved in a hobby like these, you know, you've, you're part of a car club. You're part of the mm-hmm. Nutcrackers Car Club, aren't you? You're Mr. Vice or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, right? we, uh, I mean, you can always get out there and find different hobbies, you know, and they're mm-hmm. not. Cars were something that was kind of uh, ingrained into me, you know, since I was young. We've always right. had kind of some cool car rolling around. The first car that I ever got was, uh, my brother gave it to me. He gave me a 63 Impala and right. it was, it was pretty bitching, but I saw a bright orange Corvette, you know, and I was, I was 18 and super duper jacked about that. So I traded an Impala for a Corvette, which don't ever do that folks. That was, that was a wrong move. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. I'm actually but, a little bit ashamed to know, you know, it's uh, you know, young, dumb, full of cum. You know that whole thing. If I can you know? fuck it, whatever. Corvette was faster than shit. I love that car. Right. And you know it's it's gonna be gnarly again. I was Can't I wait. was sit, dude. I was sitting in it a couple weeks ago when uh, we were fighting to put the motor in it too. Don't ever put a motor in a Corvette either. That's like, oh man, that's terrible. You pretty much got to grease everything up just to get the motor in. But yeah, I'm sitting in it while we we're kind of pushing it on and off the lift. And, uh, oh, dude, it just reminded me, I was like, man, this thing fits perfect. Yeah. You know, you just oh. sit down in it, you're sitting on the ground. Oh, yeah, man, it's, I can't. It's, it's great. That's I'm excited. Crazy, I'm excited. Well, here's the thing, right? So, so we all, we're talking about like different hobbies that we all, that we both have, but like if you find a hobby and you have demons, your demons go away while you do the hobby, right? Um, yeah. you look at like Adam Driver, dude is a Marine combat vet. I think I'm pretty sure he was. I think it was yeah. infantry. Yeah. Right. And uh, he, uh, God, we need a Jamie still. We really we do. do. We need a Googler. Uh, 
We need a Googler. Um, but dude, dude was he he found his outlet for his demons with acting. That's pretty wild, you know. Like yeah. you don't have to spend a bunch of money to do shit. Like there's tons of programs out there for you. And if you're a man struggling with anything, like just reach out to your community. There's tons of opportunities. Like that's one thing I think everybody forgets, right? In your local community, there are there's a YMCA. There's a bunch of other shit. There's a, the opportunity to give back. I had the opportunity uh, last night. A good friend of mine named John reached out to me. We went to Iraq together, and we were idiots together in Okinawa. It was it was a great time, and he reached out it's to me. It's easy to do. Yeah, it's not hard to do, right? No. Um, especially at Camp Schwab. Um, oh, poor bastard. No, no, man. We were so far away from the freaking flagpole. It was great. It was so good. But I mean, you know, banana spiders and shit. We'll talk about that uh, another no, time. I, I've Fucking, been there, man. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, banana I've seen spiders. Schwab. Yeah, as big as your freaking hand, dude. Face, dude. I got face almost hugged. Almost. Oh, I almost I got, did. Dude, I got face hugged by one. Anyway, um, so you know, I I had the opportunity for uh, to to meet or to to hear from John, and John's been struggling with his own things and whatnot. And he reached out and he's like, "Dude, I was at the gym the other day." And I just reached, this dude was sitting there and I was like, hey man, how you doing? And he gave me a bullshit answer, just like all dudes do. He's like, all right, man, well, hey, I'm going to be here listening next to you all day. And basically they ended up talking and two dudes, he, like John found out this dude was struggling, going through a divorce. And it's crazy because just a real quick combo in the gym, right? He was just lifting. Yeah, they're gym bros. Yeah, not even, yeah they, they barely, they, they, they didn't even know. Out. Yeah, they gym, like, and they end up freaking going through this whole process and um john was able to talk to the guy and let him know he's not alone which is awesome like super fucking cool i mean mad props to john for reaching out on it like that and they freaking were both sitting there balling in the gym in the middle of the gym hugging it out and like really being masculine but while facing demons together like um and now they're they're actually they're actually fucking um they're they're getting together and they're going to be doing some uh, automotive shit together and 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 putting together some car stuff. John's really nice. good at that. And John re John reached out to me and he's like, dude, is this why you do it? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, why do you why do you talk to people about mental health? I'm like, because I just don't want to fucking lose any friends anymore, man. Like I'm fucking tired of it. There's no reason to eat a bullet. There's not like right. your dark times are just like everybody else's dark times. Just know like if if you've got to go out there and you've got to get mental health, you know, the Yarls talked about the phone number we'll post the phone number in 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 our um you know youtube comments and also in and whatnot it doesn't matter if you're a veteran or if you're just a man reaching out like call us and i say call us but like not really call us right call your friends call your family call people that you haven't talked to call that dude from high school talk to somebody and that's the that's, that's a real message right like you're not alone like you're not it sucks the holidays suck because you have all the expectations of the world. They're like, you know, well, find I mean, a hobby. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't even think it's, I mean, the holidays are obviously tough, but I think there's, you know, other times too that, that, uh, you know, things get rough. You know, sometimes you just don't want to talk to anybody. And I get yeah. that part of it too, you know, just wanting to kind of go solo and do your own thing, um, kind of disappear for a little bit. But, yeah. you know, make sure you make sure you have the, the devices to come back, right? Um, yeah, absolutely. Don't don't go on a drive with an intent, right? If you feel right. like if you feel like you're at your your the end of your rope, mm -hmm. like get your boys, do a meeting. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't head off to that that sunset. You know that that final cut scene. Um, yeah, 
You ain't yeah, Butch I, Cassidy. You ain't Butch yeah, Cassidy. No, no, yeah, I don't. That's not that's not the purpose for me to get into the car. You know, my my intent is always to come back, and uh, if I have to rip some freaking gnarly burnouts or do some donuts along the way, well, then I'll do it. You know, okay, bro. if yeah. I'm not coming back, it's because somebody threw me in jail for doing some dumb shit um, while driving, which I don't uh, condone. But you know, sometimes your foot just gets really heavy. I don't. Yeah. I don't go know. Fast. Yeah. You go fast. Sometimes you gotta go fast. Yeah. You're you're uh oh, here's a question for you since you're a car guy, right? So are you a fast and furious guy or are you a gone in sixty seconds guy? Dude, if one of them comes on, I can't turn it off. Are you either, fucking kidding me? Either one, dude. either one, dude. I'm not picking. No. I'm not picking. Are you, like I'm Tokyo, you're a Tokyo drift guy, huh? Dude, I lived in Japan, dude. I drove those cars. I had yeah, a license I, in Japan. Oh fuck, man! I can't even. I can't even I had, with you right I now. I had three cars while I dude, was in Japan. Dude. I okay. Listen, I know that there's a huge cult following for Fast and the Furious. There was also a huge cult following for, uh, you know, the Land Before Time. It's fine. Oh yeah. I totally get it. I totally get it. However, if I've got to watch one more Fast and the Furious, where Vin Diesel and The Rock fucking battle it out. Bro. And they're doing some crazy dumb shit that's not even real. I just I can't watch them because of the fight scenes, dude. It's it's family, bro. It's family. Stop it. It's family. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck All right, you. dude. So I'll give it to you. Like the fifth and sixth. And uh, seven. After that, it kind of got a little bit. I don't know. We're going to space in cars. I don't know about that, but uh, fucking. I mean, the first yeah. like the first three or four were solid. You know, five, six, questionable. Anything after that, you're just. I don't any know. T- here's the thing. I'll give it right. Anytime the, you can the make the cars you are can, always cool, right? Yeah, any, well, I mean, anytime you can make Luda be relevant again. Fine. Whoa, you fucking hold the phone. I Luda, said what I said. Luda is the man. Okay, I love me some Luda. You fucking kill me. Mm. I'm just saying. What, what are you drinking this, today? I am drinking uh, Colorado's own 10 cup whiskey. Oh, nice. I've actually got uh, Buchanan's Deluxe 12 Scotch today. Wow. It's a fancy day for you. Well, it's what? Re- yeah, yeah. What, what are you What are you celebrating? What's, uh, what's today? The... T- today is a memorial day. It's a memorial day. Okay. Yeah. Three years ago, I lost my best friend, Montana, the dog. Okay. So, uh, so now, but my, you know, you guys will get a chance to meet Ryan or Doc because he was a corpsman in the Marine Corps or in the Navy on the green side because he's not a slacker. Um, and one of our best friends. Uh, three years ago today, my dog Montana passed away. He was named after the greatest quarterback ever. And if you're a Tom Brady fan, I said what I said. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> you said it. I said it. Um, <laughs> I, I give a Brady props for the things he did. But Mon- Monty, uh, you guys all heard the story about Monty, you know, episode 10, right? right? Um, however, three years ago today, um, actually found out that he had cancer on Christmas Eve, uh, which sucked, ruined my Christmas. Uh, stage four lung cancer, and they didn't expect him to leave, to, to live too long. And they were like, you can either dope him up or you can let him go on on your terms and so we cooked a brisket and we fucking gave him a hero's <laughs> fucking exit and he woke up and we had um 
I don't know how this guy does his fucking job, but we had this this lapse of love company come out to our house and Oh dude. Dude, I have no idea how that guy fucking does his job, man. Like, Neither do I. I have no uh, idea. He come out to the house and he put Monty down in my arms and that was fucking the second hardest day of my entire life. Like, oh yeah, dude. I just I, I feel you hundred percent. I just went through it uh in August. Yeah with uh with Gunner. With with the guns, um, same thing. Uh, he was just not doing so good as far as you know getting up and moving around, and his back legs and everything were just shot. And he he was the the hardest part was that like Monty, just cognitively like sharp as attack. Yeah. You know the dog is fourteen years old, and all he wanted to do was just get up. If he could get up by himself, he would have been fine. But, yeah. you know, carrying him outside, carrying, you know, <laughs> nice shot, buddy. Yeah, that happened. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, getting him getting him up and taking him out is rough, man. And finally, he just kind of kind of looks at you like, okay, man, like, fucking that's over it. It's got to yeah. be it. Well, and I mean, I called, I called the same company because of what you said with dude, they uh, were... Monty. They were magic in them. The, uh, the way that they treated them, the way that they walk you through it, like that. The, well, I had this old guy came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Older, super, older doc. Uh, yeah, super. I'm like, how the fuck, man? Like, do you just like? I asked him after. I, I asked him, I'm like, how do you do this, dude? He's like, this is my way of giving back to my dog. And I was like, holy fuck, that's deep. Yeah, that's like super deep. He's like, I had to put my dog, my dog down in a vet. And they didn't. They were scared. They didn't know where they were at. They didn't know what was going on. No, it's most terrible. Of, most of the time, people don't even fucking take care. They don't even go back with their dogs. I was like, who the fuck? What type of monster doesn't go back with their dog? Like, no, I'm like fuck. That's off. insane. That, that's exactly what I didn't want to do. Like, yeah. I was ready to shoot my own dog before going back to. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I not didn't even bad. let. I didn't even let them take him. I picked him up and I took him. Yeah. To get to get cremated and stuff like that myself. I know it's you know, it's morbid as shit, but I was like, no, don't touch him. I'm gonna fucking wrap him up. I'm gonna take him in. Dude, we buried Monty. Yeah. And then I in, in Harriman, I buried him in Harriman. Yeah. And then I exhumed him and I brought him up here. Yeah. I just gotta it's I just haven't had a chance to to I wanna have a meetup and I wanna fucking dig dig the the spot with the tractor and have us all be there for him because we all loved him. You know? And yeah, then and I, I've, I've got his headstone and shit. Yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to bury him, dude, because you know I never know how long I'm gonna be like at this house or or whatever. So yeah, I just had him, I had just had him cremated, dude. That way I can take part of him up to the gorge, dude, because that dog loved swimming in the lake. Oh yeah, he did. Him and Monty both, man. That yeah, was a fucking was, jam. Yeah, it was a shit. They were fucking. They were two old souls together. Oh, dude, best great. dog. I mean, I, I had Gunny from uh, the time that I came back and got stationed in California until just this last August. Yeah. So, so about. Yeah, he's the same. Like they they were pretty close to the same. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, so on that note, we've also, unfortunately, my uh, my pops just put down his his dog, like three yeah. days ago, four days ago. Man, twenty twenty two was rough on my friends with dogs. Like twenty nineteen oh. was fucking hard for me. But uh, it's funny. My my kids my kids joke about it now, and and they're like, Monty was the fucking keeper of, of sanity for the earth, because as soon as he passed, the fucking pandemic hit, and then everyone went fucking stupid, <laughs> went nuts, they fucking went crazy. Um, but my dad, he um, he just barely put his dog down, Chesapeake Bay Retriever. 
hadn't for 12 years. 12 years is a fucking apparently the timeline, right? Dude, like we, lo- I don't fucking get it, dude. Yeah, lots of the goodest boys died this year. Yeah, so we lost we lost Jakey, our buddy Kurt put his puppy down and that sucks and Yeah, just and her, just a couple her, weeks ago. Yeah, like a, not even a couple weeks, a week ago. Like yeah, it was a ago. week, a week between dogs. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Um I think last year Ryan put down his dog. Right. And like like what the fuck, dude? Like the I think the I think that we well, we, I think we, we we don't know how how good we have it with our dogs until well, a lot of us yeah a lot of us got the dogs probably around the same time too because you know we were kind of just coming out of service or mm-hmm. been out for a minute you know needed a little bit of companionship you know that was one thing dude coming back home after being in japan and all over um you know korea and everywhere else was like dude i just want a dog like yeah and then gunny was a dick but i kept him anyway I love oh, it. So so is Monty, dude. But fucking this is the worst. I, I, dude, I dog chewed I, like three Craigslist Craigslist couches in our oh, haunted apartment. Fuck, dude. Here, <laughs> this is what Monty does, right? So we 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 uh we get a house. Me and my my second ex wife, because I have one for each branch. Um, oh, it's a thing. yeah, naturally, yeah, yeah. naturally, right? So me and my second ex wife get get pick him up. He was he was nine months old when we got him. We got him from PetSmart. At their adopt a pup fucking thing, right? Yeah, uh, right, right, right. And they do uh, that anymore? I don't know, man. They should though. Like that's a solid fucking thing. So his yeah. name was originally Biggers. Yeah, like what the fuck type of name is that? And they're like, oh, oh he's no. young enough. You start calling him, you know, whatever you want, and he'll come in. I looked at every at the kids. You know, I had my three daughters, and she had her two daughters and a son, like the Brady Bunch shit, right? Whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and uh. I looked at him. I'm like, I know that I'm gonna clean up all of the dog shit and feed the dog and take care of the dog. His name's fucking Montana, like Joe. <laughs> Montana Rice Robertson. That was his fucking name. Nice. Just, just fucking Mount Rushmore of fucking 49ers. Right? Yeah, like, we, yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. We, we that, didn't know what's. We didn't know what to name Gunny at first. I think he had his his name was because uh, he was like a year. Maybe a little yeah, over a year. But, yeah, but I got same, it from right? another Marine with like tiny kids and the dog is just beating the hell out of his kids. Right. So I paid like 60 bucks. He came with like a kennel, a bag of food, a collar and a leash and everything. And his name was like Casper or something. I'm like, name. I'm like, dude, he's, a black, he's dog, a black dog. Named, yeah. Named yeah. Casper. I'm like, no, that? that's not it. And he like, he like picked his own name, dude. Cause he was a dick. You know, you like always have gunny. that dick, like, like a gunny. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or so the supply gunny. Every supply gunny I've ever met is just literally fucking hating their souls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're like, it's no, because, fuck this. Yeah, the numbers are never right. Never right. Something's always, <laughs> fuck, you know, dude. sticky hand in the way out of there. Right. But he, we, we, so he basically, like, picked his name, you know? And, like, when you say your dog's name, the dog always comes up. Yeah. So we, I started calling him Davis when I didn't want anybody to know, or when I didn't want him to know that I was talking about him. So right. it was it was it was Gunner it was Gunner Davis. That's um, fucking funny. <laughs> it's just There's like a story behind that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just it was it's a long story, but uh, yeah. So we started <laughs> call, we started calling him Davis, you know, just so he wouldn't come up and be all in your shit when you're talking about him. But to the same same thing for for Jackson, right? He's yeah. he just perked, he just perked his head up. But we call him Doug, and we don't want him to you know come Fair. up and bug us. But we wanted to talk about him. 
Well, I mean, it's funny because we were talking, we started this this rabbit hole based off of your dog chewing on a bunch of shit, eating up all the couches, uh, right? Yeah. So you, real quick story. Super fucking high bullet points, right? <laughs> I'm a rambler. I am what I am. Uh, so in this, in this house, we're renting. It's a rambler. Funny. Um, so <laughs> a single story house with a basement, right? And there's this room that's not really quite a room. It's like this narrow room that they use for tur- for rock fucking tumbling or something. He, The guy that it, well, I was running from was a jeweler or something. I don't fucking know. I'm not going to go down that path. Anyway, so we've made it to Kennel. <laughs> There's a All door. Right. Fucking awesome. Like tons of toys. We, we we get a puppy. His name is Jackson. It's funny that you say that. His name is Jackson. He's a, a fucking uh, German Shepherd Pitbull mix. Beautiful dog. Crazy as fuck. Didn't listen worth a shit. <laughs> Made like most most German Shepherds, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then we've got Monty. Monty's my dog. Monty's not anybody else's dog. Monty is my dog, right? So I put him in there, and it had like like linoleum floor. So if they shit, it was easy to clean up. It's like this is fucking golden. Like whoever made this room is smart, right? So I thought there's like Ma- handcuffs and stuff like, from oh, the ceiling. Fucking for real, right? Like, okay, <laughs> wait, where did that come from? <laughs> Holy shit. Um, so I put him in there and I go to work and I make, like, I always made sure I locked the door. I shut the door, make sure we're good. And I would come home on lunch and, and let them out and do our nails. Right. Um, and they had their, like, they had their food and their water for any of you animal lovers. We're fucking animal enthusiasts here. Right. So, um, go home at lunchtime <laughs> and my dog's a, a midnight black fucking lab meets me at the door the garage door um excuse me what are you doing out and why do you look like you're fucking white good to see you bud um oh there's a puppy following in tail and everything's chewed up fuck what did i leave it i'm like come on guys let's go downstairs but still trying to figure out why monty's a white black guy uh-huh. uh so monty chewed through one from one room through to the next room through all the sheetrock he like pulled an alcatraz on your ass oh yeah he did man if you would have had a rubber boat bro would have been fucking gone (laughs) he'd have been free yeah so i can't even get mad at i'm just like what do you like what are you gonna do get mad at your dog for doing something just because he wanted to get out and i was like fuck man we've been doing this for six months dude Why, why today was something going on in the world that you need to save me from? Like, are you superhero? What are you doing? Anyway, so, yeah, dude chewed through from one room to another room to my daughter's room. They weren't there at the time, obviously. <laughs> they, were no, they were gone. And the door was open, which is fine, whatever. And they just fucking cruised the house all day, fucking rolling, like, Big big Willie style, bro. Yeah. Like, That's cool, man. Fucking, yeah. And until you have to patch it. And oh, yeah. Patching it. That's rough. not fun. No, uh, I, I became really good at patching holes in walls because of dogs, because I chew shit for no reason. I, I have it, no idea why. I, I the only thing that the gunny ever chewed was couches. That's crazy. I don't understand why, but I mean, and we were broke Marines, right? So oh yeah, it was like it was like okay, you chewed this side of the couch cushion, but not this one. Flip it over. Flip it know? over. Yes. Yeah, and then when that yeah. asshole finally ate through the rest of the cushion, you're like, damn, I gotta get another couch. Dude, it's 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 crazy that we talk about things like this, right? So like, yeah, like you, you, it's almost like we're we're telling these 
these epic stories about our dogs. Like they've created their own legends, yeah. right? They're oh, myths yeah. now. They're like they're oh, yeah. like the greatest of dogs, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, the so, goodest of boys. The goodest of boys, yeah. They all yeah. cross the Rainbow Bridge. Gunner's like, yeah. I can fucking run and keep up with Monty and, and oh, Monty's Monty's looking over at him like, motherfucker, I can breathe again. Right. Like <laughs> right. that's that's how I that's how right. I look at it. So it's it's crazy because if you take that that methodology and you think about it, I mean, we're all writing our own stories. Yeah. Right? The own the what? own saga. The saga. Your own yeah. personal saga. Yeah, personal saga. So if you don't know what a saga is, um, you can go back throughout time. All the stories of like Ragnar Lothbrook, um, Ivan the Conqueror, and you know, uh Harold the Great and all of the the Viking folk, as well as like the the Iliad with like that Homer wrote. They're all sagas. They're epic poems, if you will, right? And all they are are stories of great people doing great things. And that's actually gonna be what well, why don't you tell them a little bit about it? What what is your th- what you, you brought it up in, in when we were drinking the other day, um during our meetup. What what, what were you what were you talking about with the sagas? Like, I just think, so, I just, you know, I just think that like everybody kind of, they write, they write their own saga, you know, um, just like the stories that we were telling of the dogs, right. You yeah. know, those are, those are those sagas for the dogs, right. So you have to write your own saga. You have to, and not all of us are going to go down in the history books or be remembered or anything like that, but by somebody you will be remembered. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah. you have, you know, you're writing your own saga. What whatever you do in life, what you want to do, how you do it, how you treat people, and just the things that you do, and and the things that you accomplish, that's your saga. So, you know, we were talking the other day when I said, you know, fuck everybody that you know says that you can't be successful and and do run a business and all that shit because you take a nap every once in a while. That that's just that's just unrealistic. I don't have that much energy. Um, but you know, (laughs) you can write your saga and still take naps, you know, like you can, you can accomplish a whole lot. Uh, it's only, it's only you that's stopping you, you know? Right. Well, and, and that, that, I think to add on to that, right. So like none of us actually needed to start the bearded Viking meat company. Like we don't need to, to do that. Right. But like when I started it, it was a joke. Like it was a hundred percent backyard hooch. And it was terrible. And right. then it became good um, with some coaxing from people. And and then also all of a sudden, you know, you were like, hey, dude, I got people that want to buy this from you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shut the fuck up. No way. Right. And then it became this. It grew from that. It grew into this thing where it's not just about the booze. Which booze, booze are great. Like I can drink and have a great time and I no longer visit demons. And if they do come in, I got fucking homies that will take care of me. Right. Mm-hmm. But then it became, it became our saga as a crew. Like it's not, it's not Vico, the bearded one. And it's not the Jarl individually. It's all of us as a crew because we're building this as a, as a legacy for our, our, our children. Right. And we built up a pretty big crew, you know, a very uh, supportive, you know, group of group of dudes that just, you know, they're always there. Yeah, and and our followers, the people who listen to us, the people who drink our booze with us, who come to meetups and hang out with us, like they're part of the saga too, right? Like like right. Count, countless names, countless people who are part of it. Uh-huh. Well, and and you know we're we're a few episodes in now, and it's not just you know 
our moms that are listening to it. You know, there's <laughs> there's people out there. There's random people out there that are listening to it. I don't know, even but... ask my I didn't even ask my mom to listen to it. She struggles with technology, dude. <laughs> Kids call her grandma goldfish for a fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we you saw the demographic, you know, you can see all those things and you know, people all over the world randomly listening to, you know, the podcasts about you know, it's some of it, it's got to be in subtitles. Dude, you know? for real. I wish, dude, I wish that the the people in Russia that were listening, I wish that they would send me what the translation is. I just want to fucking know how Vico translates or how the Jarl <laughs> translates. Like, I just want to know, like, how do you say those things, right? Like, if, if by the way, if you're listening in Russia uh, or you're in U- Ukraine or you're in fucking wherever, um, even if you're, you know, in the UK and you're listening um, let me know how it fucking translates because like, it, you know, we say things here and they, they translates differently in the UK and they are the ones who fucking invented language except for they forgot how to fucking use it. Right. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's easier to spell their English or the King's English than it is, uh, Oh yeah, you know, Ameri- no, no. American English. There's so well, many rules. We're we're melting pot, right? Like we just well, took everything, right? Like we just took it. We're we're the Damascus of languages. The oh, Damascus, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Just yeah, layers 100%. upon layers. Yeah, and right? just pound it out, and nobody knows how it was made. No, absolutely not. That, it doesn't make any sense, right? <laughs> so, but like I think um you you brought it up, and I thought it was great because you know obviously we've got the the van the the brand for the bearded Viking, right? Uh, and then we've got the bearded Viking Mead Company. And we've got Vikings, Outlaws, and Cowboys. And all of those people, like you go back and you look at, I mentioned him earlier, Butch Cassidy. He's got a saga, right? The Sundance Kid, oh, yeah. right? Like, and that's, and that's all we're using saga as, is a story. Yeah, know? yeah. Your, your own personal legend. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I go down, when, when my days are numbered and, and done and everything else, my, I hope that my saga is that I was a great dad and that I overcame demons and I gave people an outlet. That's really what it is. That's all I care about. Like, I don't care if people are like, oh, man, that was a wealthy dude. I don't care. I just want to be known as a good dad. That's it. You know, but we'll we'll talk about what like I think I think in the in the series we were we've kind of talked about it a little bit. Right. When I look at you, it's, it, we, we should talk about each other and and our our, our crew tell and, the stories yeah. and tell the stories right yeah. so that that'll be actually be epic because a lot of that might end up on on Vok after dark. <laughs> oh yeah yeah well lots, sure. of, lots of lots of cocktail stories absolutely absolutely so but uh i think that you know uh expanding on that like you know if you if you were to tell your story your saga what would you want to be remembered for i don't even know yet i i'm gonna probably that i took care of people is i feel like i take care of a lot of people uh and i do it's it's hard talking about yourself or uh coming up with your own saga right yeah. You you do what you do, and then people are gonna you know the you know the close people to you are the ones that are gonna tell you, or tell people about you, right? So, yeah. you know, hopefully you've impacted enough people positively I, that that's the type of things they want to say about you. I'm sure that I'll get like the whole you know that dude was an asshole, you know, more than once. But I'm hoping that the the good outweighs the bad, you know. But you oh, know, there's still yeah. there's still lots of time left in these sagas. So. Oh, absolutely. I I mean, I can't I I can't wait. I love the fact that we're on a great journey together as brothers, and and um, we have so many great people surrounding us. And I'm not just talking about our crew. I'm talking about 
like the the random listener who's listening, who's like, hey, I've subscribed to your shit and I want to hear you weekly. I mean, it puts a lot of pressure on you. Absolutely, it does. Oh, yeah. Oh, especially with the technologies and stuff. You know, we, we've talked about it. You know, the social medias and the, you know, the YouTubes and all that stuff. It's just, it's crazy, right? It's, yeah, yeah it's like, it's something that we grew up with and something that you see every day. But it's not necessarily something that we always set out to do, right? Right. That we set out to just, we're going to do social media and we're going to do it awesome. And we're going to no. have a podcast and talk about whatever. I know. literally, I, I literally had zero design. I mean, I deleted my Facebook and Instagram, not deleted, whatever, shut them off. I didn't log in for like a year and a half because I just got tired of everybody arguing and i don't really give a fuck like that's not what i fought for that's not what you fought for that's not what anybody fought for like who gives a fuck what your opinion is nobody cares right like and i totally you know i totally fell into that every once in a while because you just you just you sit and you're like dude shut the fuck up yeah man it's a lot of what i a lot of what i kept it for dude was just to talk to the guys that i was in with the guys that i was in the military with you know that you had a great time and you know, you might have each other's phone numbers and stuff, but shit pops up. that's funny as hell. And you're like, dude, I got to send it to, you know, whoever. Yeah. You, there ain't you nothing. Had, you had ain't, a family. That was your family. You know? Yeah, absolutely. There ain't nothing funnier than when you see some sort of fucked up video on a reel or a yeah. fucking like, or a TikTok fucking whatever. And you're like, bro, this reminds me of you. Right. You know, oh, yeah. it, there's a great video, by the way, of Puma losing a slap bet. <laughs> is there? And he, dude, it is the most fucking epic thing. Because if you guys know Adam, if you're listening and you know Adam, you probably were there for the slap bet. That shit was the fucking funniest shit ever. He lost a slap bet, open hand slap by a dude whose hands are longer <laughs> by twice mine. And it almost fucking knocked him out at the fire pit. <laughs> That smoke pit <laughs> in Afghanistan, dude. Like, well, that's the, like that, that's that's a saga, right? That's 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 the learning. Oh, he story. learned. I bet. Yeah, I bet he learned no, from no, that. Yeah, no, no, he still learns. No, no he yeah. I love him to death, but he doesn't. He, he learns the absolute hardest way possible. He just I learns. It, he learns how to do better at the same thing. Yeah, he he, he but, incrementally incrementally learns, right? Right. Like, yeah. One slap at a time. Well, and like the thing is, is like some of like I had to keep I had to keep Facebook as much as it made me mad. I had to keep it because there were so many people there where you were just in the same miserable place doing the same miserable fucked up job. And it sucked while you were there, but it's absolutely hilarious now. It's funny as shit now. Dude, how many times did you clean weapons for no reason till fucking two o'clock in the morning? There was no reason, but you know, like every fucking time, right? It was, no it was, reason. I mean, it's just like from being out there freezing your ass off in the middle of some fucking country that you can barely pronounce to like somebody falling out of their rack or some shit. And I remember, <laughs> I remember this one guy and, uh, we're in, uh, I think we're, we're I think we're in Korea, maybe. I don't know. It all runs together, dude. So he just starts losing his shit, talking in his sleep, just absolutely going bat shit, right? Right. And we're on the. We were in Korea because we were on the. We were up by the DMZ, 
and uh, dude, he loses his shit, and everybody's like, "Try and big dude, right? Big dude. Like it wouldn't take much to just h- him swing a random one and just connect, and somebody's going night night. Yeah, and he he's losing his shit in bed. Like I don't know whether he was just like PTSD and or just having a fight dream or whatever, but we're trying to like hold him down like it's a damn blanket party and get him woke up. Oh, Jesus and Christ. he just would not wake up. It was it was ridiculous. But just stupid shit like that. You know, you're walking through the freaking Kwanzaa hut at three in the morning and that shit's going on. <laughs> but, fuck, dude. Yeah, <laughs> they, I mean like countless stories of that, right? Like you're in a yeah. you're you're like I mean I, I don't know if you were in at the time. I don't think you were because you came out of the recruiting office when I was a recruiter. So I think it was after I, I'd done my pumps over at Iraq. So we're sitting there in Iraq and we're part of the invasion and we get fucking pushed out to this place called Jazra. What are you drinking? A, a natty? Huh. Cheers. Cheers. Goldie. Um, yeah. So we get, we get pushed out to buy 12, get three free. I see what you did there. Um, so we get pushed out to the edges of Tartarus, if you will. So we're running Iranian fucking checkpoints on the border in Iran. Oh, fun. I mean, so we roll up to this castle. That's what that's our our fob, if you will, at the time. And they have legit castles that counter Iran. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're like fucking oh, yeah. legit castles. And so we roll up to this castle. It's like three o'clock in the morning. Twenty five LAVs roll roll up. Oh, fuck. Iranians on the other side have no idea what the fuck's happening. Of course, right? And so there's like this, you, you know, there was like four Iranians there in the castle, fucking men in the tower, <laughs> right. fucking rotating through sleep schedules, like whatever, maybe, maybe 10. And they start fucking popping flares. And we're like, oh, look, welcoming party. Cool. And our CEO is like, that's Iran. And we're like, cool. We're like, so maybe we should maybe go a, there. Maybe a mile away. We're 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 waiting for World War Three to happen. So throughout the night, we're you know I'm on watch. I'm a Lance Corporal, the E3. For anybody who doesn't know what that is, it's a fucking like a junior marine, shady marine, shady as fuck, dude. Shady. Um, uh, Lance Corporal, specialist, whatever the Air Force calls him, and. Siemens apprentice. I don't know. Fucking. I don't All I know is it's got it. a little bit of semen in it. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, we roll up, and this is part of my saga, right? This is my story. So we roll up, and I'm on watch. It's like five o'clock in the morning. I haven't slept. I'm the driver of my CEO's vehicle and his LAV, and, and it's like in an L, in, in an LAR uh, plat- uh, company. If you're the CEO's driver, you're still fucking going to battle. It's not like being the fucking oh, battalion yeah. commandos, commander's driver, right? You're in yeah. the fucking thick of it, right? Always. Like, you don't not get to do a mission. Oh, you, you don't get to always... watch it on no. your noble steed on some uh, <laughs> on some ridge somewhere. No, right? man, you're fucking in the thick of it, right? So we're sitting there, <laughs> and they start popping flares. And next thing you know, there's fucking BMPs and fucking BTRs and all the fucking Russian shit that they fucking, the Russians supp- supplied to them. Rolling up. And you're just watching it, and your MBGs are like, I'm not really quite sure when I should start telling grownups about this, but like probably soon. <laughs> you should probably tell the grownups. I need right? an adult. <laughs> Somebody adult for me, you know. So you 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 radio in from the tower, and you're like, Hey, I need the sergeant of the guard to come up here and take a gander at what's going on across the border here, yonder, if you will, right? I need an adult. <laughs> I need I need a grown up. 
because I'm not a grown up. <laughs> and, you know, and then we set up fucking checkpoints. First time in my entire life I've ever, and last time I've ever seen a million dollars in $20 bills. That's a lot of fucking money. Like people think like $20 bills and a million dollars is like not a lot. Like when people look fucking show up with briefcases. Nah, man. It's like, no, you need like a duffel bag. You like, like a it's duffel a bag for fucking, that. it's a, it's your go bag, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And then a, a million dollar, a million Kuwaiti dinars. That sounds like a couple of, a couple of duffel bags. Dude, I was, every part of me was, was like, when we were, we roll up to, to the checkpoint, right? The CEO's going out to the, to, to the ECP. And we go out there and he's just talking to the first platoon commander. And, <laughs> So our CEO's name was Doug Clark. Um, I think he's a brigadier general or a major general now. It's weird that I know that. Oh, wow. And right. that, and then uh, he's, he's were, a full, he's a full on grown up. He's like the ultimate grown up, uh, yeah. but he has to play political dumb dumb. So oh, like, sucks. yeah, he's a bureaucrat. Yeah. I, I sent him, I sent him a LinkedIn request by the way, and he he's did not accept it. That makes sense. Right. Like, he's gonna pretend it. like he didn't know that you were his driver. From a million that's years ago. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, but, well, yeah it's, it's, it's cold. It's cold. It's, it's cold. Yeah. It's fine. It's that, that's, a, that's what always kind of like bummed me out about the brass is like very few actually remembered who you were, even oh, though yeah. you talked to them every, every day. fucking day. Yeah. Every day. Um. So so we roll up there and and Doug's like, "What do you guys got?" And they're like, "Oh, hey, well, we got this these these two detainees and they were coming through and this fucking." whatever 1992 toyota fucking technical without a fucking machine gun on it <laughs> and they're like and we stopped them and we checked their vehicle and we found a million us dollars and a million kuwaiti dinar and we're like you know me being an, a 19 year old at the time i was like what's a million dollars look like i'm like you can look at it i was like what where cool. is it <laughs> where is it i just want to see it i'm thinking in my mind like three kings Right. I'm like, oh, yeah, be, I'm about yeah, to be fucking George gonna, Clooney. Yeah. You just yeah. need an ice cube. I just yeah, that's it. You know, we're from Utah, unfortunately, you know, so yeah. there's no ice cube. Right? Oh, there was, yeah, there's like... ice there. There was there was there was not even an iced tea. There was there was an iced oh, tea. There was an iced Coca-Cola. <laughs> there was right? a chilled frosty beverage. That's that's yeah, that's all you ab- had. Absolutely. So we. Uh, we get tasked by the CEO. He's like. Hey, grab those two detainees and throw them in the in the truck. And this is my very first time ever doing detainee ops. Like nobody expected you to do detainee ops as a fucking LED crewman. <laughs> you learned about it like combat school one time. What? Yeah, flexi cuffs. At, yes. So all of our scouts, so they're fucking awesome. They're fucking Johnny in the spot. They wrap these bitches up and they fucking throw them in the back, right? So, um, I don't know where it came from. So we're fucking cruising, and I'm I'm cruising down. We're doing like 50-ish miles an hour, and they're laying in the back of this fucking hogtied of my LAV, and they're on the <laughs> fucking bitches, right? <laughs> I can and, see where it's going. And and like, I mean, war crimes are not, but I was pissed, right? These dudes were fucking literally trying to incite violence against us. This is the night before, by the way. We had a riot in town. We got shot at and a bunch of other dumb shit in Alcoot. So we cruised back to Alcoot, fucking full bore. And I dog ran out in the middle of the road and I had to fucking slam on the brakes. I'm not going to kill a dog, right? No, no, hell no. All I hear is just. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. (laughs) The CEO looks at me or not. doesn't look at me, but he comes over the comms. He's like, 
did you do that on purpose? I was like, no, sir, there was a dog. There was legit a dog, by the way. But the brake check just made me feel good in my heart. <laughs> it gave you, you got to giggle a little. Like, yeah. And, and like, sure, shit, of course, right? So we get back, we offload him. And, I'm, and then, then me and the our, our company, Master Gunner, has to, we have to check the vehicle and make sure they didn't fucking shit out of fucking whatever. Well, sure, shit, there's a fucking plastic bag. And there was a fucking like 200,000 Iraqi dinar Holy sitting shit. there in a fucking roll in a plastic bag in the back of my vehicle. And, and I'm a Lance Corporal, right? So company gunner, master gunner is a fucking <laughs> sergeant. Like Keister in that shit. Oh yeah, he was. So like company, company master gunners, like you got to pick that up. And I'm like, I'm not picking that up. You're fucking crazy. He's like, that's a direct order. Like motherfucker. So I have this fucking plastic bag with two hundred thousand dollars in fucking two hundred thousand uh, Iraqi dinar. <laughs> How did he get right? that up there, dude? I don't even fucking know, but all I know is it's covered in shit, and the back of my oh. vehicle smells like straight ass. Like, dude was digging it out until he got brake checked. He probably shit it out then. Oh, anyway, dude. So they 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 obviously fucking tag him back to the guys and fucking run off, and I'm like dry heaving the whole time as i'm cleaning out the back of the vehicle <laughs> this is my saga by the way <laughs> it's um, the shit part of the saga this, this is the shittiest part of the saga if you get my draft right <laughs> so so i mean like that those those things right so those examples but, your story my story those are things that will resonate with us and if you don't right. tell the story nobody but nobody's know. oh man we were it was funny because we were talking about uh we were just talking about random shit the other night, you know, Christmas Eve, when we're, we're out of the, you know, campfire, just hanging out, waiting for the kids to knock out and everything. And I don't even remember what story I told, but I told the story, you know, and it was of the military, you know, military. And uh, my dad starts laughing and he goes, I've never heard you. I've never heard you tell that story before. And I was like, God, I was like, I don't know. Something just kind of jogged my memory. So I, I thought about it. And uh, it's funny because, you know, just random stuff, you know, shakes shakes these memories loose, right? So, oh yeah. And and sometimes you just kind of think about it, giggle in your head, and move on. But there's so many of these stories that have to go along with people's sagas, right? Oh yeah. That never get told. And one of the funniest things that I've ever heard was from my uncle. He was a he was a Vietnam vet. Um, I mean, cool as a cucumber. Well, probably, you know, he's one of my favorite uncles, right? And uh, just little old guy. And uh, we're out there bullshitting. And he used to work out at, like, uh, I think it was Twill Arms Depot out here. And okay. they, always, they always did kind of, like, some weird, like, classified shady shit, you know? And it's the middle of the desert in Utah, right? Right. Hooked up, hooked up to Dugway, right? Don't get my conspiracy mind turning. Not going to. We'll do that another day. We'll talk about that. That should be oh, another yeah. segment. Totally. It should be 100. percent But we should... so we're sitting there and we're bullshitting out on the patio, uh, waiting for you know a barbecue to be done or whatever. And he tells me this story. I don't even remember what the story was, but. Uh, Oh, there was giant freezers. I remember what it was. There's giant freezers out there at the depot, and they used to, like, basically freeze test vehicles, weapons, and come up with, like, 
the new lubes and stuff like that they needed for weapons in like Siberia or you know Alaska weapons weapons yeah so lube lube for weapons ladies hey lube is important man lube's important yeah um so he tells me this story and my dad's just kind of sitting there dumbfounded you know and he's like why don't you ever tell me that and my uncle looks at him just dead in the eye like no smile or expression or anything on his face and he goes you never asked and (laughs) i'm dying I'm dying, right? Because nobody ever would think to ask what the hell, you know, about yeah. lubes and frozen trucks and shit out in the middle of the desert in Utah, you know? Yeah. I'm dying. My dad's just like, what the hell just happened? You know, but it, it brought that story, oh, like, yeah. just to the the forefront because, you know, we're talking about these stories, you know, and like, you know, the different sagas of our own lives. And they might not be legendary, but they're funny stories to us and just yeah. weird shit that we went through, right? Oh, dude, Mil- so- military or not, right? Oh yeah, so many stories like like, like that, right? Like where you just kind of start giggling. But you were you were talking. So what what made your was that the same thing that made your dad crack uh, crack up that night, or what was what was the thing? Yeah, yeah, it made him laugh because he had never heard the story that I was telling you know at the campfire, right? And I don't even remember what it was. Um, we were a little, we had a little bit of amen fluid in us, so we were a little lubed up. Oh, fair enough. Um, but yeah, frozen, frozen amen fluid, like no, well, you were yeah. frozen lube or it was frozen. Lube. No, it was the good lube that doesn't freeze up when it's below zero. So, oh, you know, okay. cause we were outside, yeah. you know, it was meat. It was meat. It was a good, it was a warm juice. Oh yeah. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So we're out there laughing about it and I brought that up about you know it's just kind of like my my uncle's name was george said you know it's kind of like uncle george said you don't think about it and you don't know what to ask just the stories just randomly come up you know oh yeah absolutely it's it's comedy like the you you sit there and you think about it right and and as as a man you have the same stories right you don't have stories. You have stories that you don't tell your kids. You don't tell your wife. Why would you fucking tell your wife an incriminating fucking thing? Oh right? yeah, he's like, your criminal like what, for the rest of forever. Oh, forever, right? It doesn't. And it doesn't even have to be like. It doesn't even. It doesn't have even to have be, to be a strip club story. Or, or yeah, uh, yeah. It doesn't have to be any of those. It's like, hey, you, like you don't want your kids to know that when you were fucking. 16 years old you told your mom that you're sleeping over your, at your friend's house and your friend told your or his mom that you're he was sleeping over right. your house and right. all you did all night was fucking egg houses and fucking toilet paper in the neighborhood yeah and play video games oh shit i'm sorry that sucks man i cannot believe the bishop fucking got his house fucking egged yeah. and there was no like cell phones or gps's to track oh that. yeah dude, bad like, for kids these kids these days they don't even know they yeah they're so glued to their phone nowadays that like they don't know if you just fucking leave your phone behind. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know I I didn't know that I left my phone. It was an accident. Oh, right? How like, much like, fun can you have? Right. And you know I live in a rural community right now, and I probably will for the rest of my life. But like you know in in my hood there are no t there are no fucking streetlights there are no fucking um anything else. Like, you just disappear if you wanted to. It'd be perfect. So. Well, and your, your kids are older, right? So you don't have I to know. worry about them, you know, getting eaten by a bear because they wander too far away. You know, they your yeah. kids are smart enough to be like, all right, dad, I'm strapped. I'm out of here. 
you know? Yeah, yeah, dude. Fucking roll out, call it good, whatever. But I, I mean, that's the the cool thing. So I think the uh, the the next segment for this is is really going to be. And it's going to be awesome to talk about other people's sagas, like people that we served with, that we that we work with on a day to day that they, they tell us a story. And you're like, hey, bro, by the way, you know, you know, I, I've got lots of stories about a kid. Named, I'll call him Priot, but um, dude has battled his whole life and he's a great dude, but a shitty fucking soldier. Like super terrible soldier. There's always one, dude. There like, is. like, like you, you chose the wrong route. You would be better off just being a good person. Like, why like, did you do this? Right. Or you know, we can talk about Adam or Puma for anybody who's listening in, and his slap bets or his why we call him the Puma or anything. Right. Like, the lots of lots of great stories about that guy. I love him to death. Um, and and people don't. Here's the thing about sagas, right? So you have your you have your antagonist and your protagonist, right? And you want to think that you're the protagonist in your fucking story. You're always the antagonist. You're always the especially antagonist. in the Marine Corps. You're the antagonist. Yeah. yeah. In in any any kind of realm, you're always the antagonist, right? Like, that's the thing. <laughs> and so like you think about it, and you're like, well, man, maybe maybe being the antihero is actually the the real realm. Like, are we all Deadpool? Oh, I think we're uh, more times than not, we are the anti-hero. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, you know, like these stories, you know, I, t- I told you the story and like I told you, you know, what my uncle said and stuff like that. And, and at times I've thought about like when these stories pop up in my brain to start writing them down and then just hiding them away somewhere. That way, when I kick the bucket, they're going through my shit and they find this fucking book that just has a whole bunch of dumb shit stories with no background no right and left lateral limits, but they oh. just know that I was an absolute batshit crazy individual from the age <laughs> of like 16 to like 23 oh, yeah. or 24, you know? Absolutely, man. I mean, you can literally write those stories about your homies, like the, the, the crew you grew up with. And, and, and don't, don't get me mistaken right here. Right. So, so like the crew you grew up with morphs as you get older, right. You, you start, like cutting cutting out people that that aren't really your crew they're just there to to mooch off your stories and they'll eventually get their their own way which you always hope that they do like no matter who they are like they could do you all the dirty in the whole world but you just hope that maybe one day they're not dirty anymore right but and that's that's just like life but you, you look at it and as you get older you know i just hit 40 this year and when i hit 40 i really focused on on like man look how far i've come and like the saga, right? And we look at it now and we talk about it. And I could tell you my saga to where I'm at now. And I could tell you all the dumb shit. And Al could tell you the, all the dumb shit he's done. But well, we still do dumb shit. Yeah. But it's we're just, just expanding on shit it. now. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, like we can afford like, to do dumber shit now. Yeah. It, well, and like you now we just have to worry about like a twisted knee or like a rolled ankle where before right. we were invincible. Right. Yeah, dude, you so. could bounce, bounce before. Now you just crunch, right? Oh yeah, like, yeah. There's, there's, there's less you, giddy up in that. You in better that. know how to combat roll and combat fall. Yeah. And fuck and, you, that was a combat roll. Oh fuck you, no, it wasn't. It was not. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> fell. Um, the to the fact that your your wife was like, JT, why did you fucking let him do that? Uh, his house, his rules. That's how that worked. We'll talk about that next time. So. But, I fucking um, won that race. Uh, okay. Get beat by a ginger. 
Uh, anyway, he was ten years younger than me. The, it doesn't even matter. You still got to beat all that talk about base running. I still bullshit. won. I won. I tripped over that thing in the draft. No, you didn't win, bro. If you fall down, you fall down. I rolled across the finish line. Before and he, he beats you. He was done running, and he's walking back by the time you I got up from your roll. I was basically sliding to win, like I was yeah. going into the base. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I believe that was actually the original burrito. Because it's a... It's a sushi roll, but Mexican. It was a combat roll. Thank you. Um, nah, nah. It was a, it was a burrito. You burrito the fuck out of it. I had the perfect scrape marks to show that it was a combat roll. <laughs> I still remember just, <laughs> I, I still remember your wife's face. She come out. She didn't look at anybody else. She's like, why did you let him do that? And I'm like, uh-uh. Nope. 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 <laughs> I don't uh... adult for adults. So, um, but we'll get into that more. I think this could be a great segment. So, by the way, if you have a saga or a story that you would like to talk about, let us know. Drop a comment. Yeah. Like, reach out. We'd love to hear it. And by the way, if you do drop a comment, it's not somebody else. We're we're not big time. We're just regular dudes. Yeah. So or it's, if you it, have a saga about us. Re- us. Yeah. yeah. If, if you have if a, you have a fucking us. memory about us, like, let us know, let me know. And and we'll put it on there. Um, we might even do uh, a Vok After Dark where you get invited to to jump on. So, um, by the way, podcasts are weird. Social media is fucking super weird. Um, I do believe, though, uh, we talked about this last night, uh, that I think that doing these things is making me a better listener. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, yeah, me too. Just like what we were talking about is like you actually have to focus and engage in the conversation yeah. all the yeah. time. Yeah, and, and somebody's got to be the somebody's got to be the, the bus driver, right? Somebody's got to have you got a navigator and you got yeah. right? Somebody's uh, driving yeah. conversation, somebody's navigating, right? Yeah, somebody's yeah. trying to hit the brakes so you don't hit the yeah. dog, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, no, uh, it is. It's it's making I think it's making us both better listeners. Uh, absolutely uh, it is. I mean, I was terrible at it before. So I'm less terrible now, so it's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine how good we'll be. Oh know, god, in a year. We do a bunch of these. I hope people start <laughs> listening a ton so we can just keep doing it and not feel oh, bad yeah. about it. Yeah, absolutely. Right, I think I think our significant others at this point just think it's a cocktail hour. Um, which it is, but that's fine. It's a meetup. Yeah, it's a virtual yeah, it's meetup. A meetup. Yeah. By the way, if you are listening to so just in, in a recap, right? So this is this whole this whole adventure that we're doing. We're we're not doing this because we just want you guys to learn about us. I mean, we want you guys to take this and and emulate it in your own life. Find your crew, find your circle, right? Weed those out that don't need to be there. And if you're one of those that don't need to be there, step up your game, right? We want you guys to talk to each other. And if you're having a fucking wicked sweet meetup and it's a virtual meetup or whatever, feel free to drop us a line. We'll jump it. We'll jump in. Dude, we're just, take, we're dude, take pictures and like yeah, post them. Hashtag BVMC. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag Tag Viking. Hashtag BVMC. Hashtag, um, you know, hashtag Vikings, Outlaws and Cowboys. Fucking do it. Dude, I want to see your meetups. I do I too, wanna, man. I want to, I want to have color commentary on your meetups. Yeah. Like fucking Send it post it. Dude, I would love it, man. I I just want to see people getting together and enjoying their night and and really creating that sense of 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 community, right? 
Yeah, some that, brotherhood. It's, fuck yeah, man. Like it's hard enough in the world. Like let's let's make let's make this something better than that than that. So, but with that being said, I think it's about time we wrap up the call. I think there's one thing left. What there's is there's a little bit of low low hanging fruit that Tell we me. haven't talked about. Go. Matching outfits. Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> matching outfits. It's it's funny that you bring that up. Like, if you and your bros aren't in matching outfits, you're fucking up. Are you even trying? Like right now, not, we we, we not should be to doing down. like our, like right now is the night at the Roxbury for us. Oh, 100 percent. We didn't even we didn't plan this. It just no, happened. No, it just it is what it is. Um, and by the way, I love your outfit. I I actually oh, yeah. uh I actually own the same gear. If you if you don't notice. Oh wow, that <laughs> no that hoodie really makes your eyes pop. Oh thanks, man. I I love the fact that you uh. The top of your head is camouflaged, and I can't see it. I don't know what your face looks like because <laughs> you're wearing camouflage. <laughs> so, but for January. the bottom, oh, January, January, yes, January. absolutely. Uh, the fourteenth at Big Willie's, seven at o'clock. Big Willie's, seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Come buy out. bearded Viking gear, so we know that you're there to party. And if you don't buy it, still come out and have a drink with us. Yeah. And we'll way. have some oh. gear there too. Yeah, we have got the Need for Mead uh, shirts going. Uh, we're we're going to sell them for $11 a shirt. $11 a shirt. Yeah. You can't even buy a shirt for $11 now. Well, we... And it's uh, a fucking sweet shirt. It is actually super awesome. I really wish that the uh, Need for Mead would have been able to take off with uh, with the Tom Cruise uh, oh, Top yeah. Gun with drop. With the Maverick, yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, that would have been awesome. But, you know, come out. Come drink with us if you're in Salt Lake. Come to the come to Big Willie's at seven. We'll see you there. Yeah. On January fourteenth. Twenty years from the day that I went to boot camp. Be part of our saga. Yeah. Let us be come. part of yours. Yeah, absolutely. Let's join it up. Let's saga together. Let's write a tale. Let's write a tale. Sure. We should. Absolutely. So Alright, with that being said though, I'm Fico the bearded one. And I am the Jarl. Cheers, motherfuckers.
truck wrapped around.